What up, though? I'm your boy, Chill B, and this is the Chill Bravado Podcast, and I bring you a series I like to call Laker 82-16, where we cover the grind of an 82-game season with dreams of having 16 wins. They get the chip in the end, but we are in the snail race offseason right now, so right now, all we're doing is sitting back waiting. NBA fans all over the place are waiting, especially the Nets, the Lakers, the Jazz, the Knicks to a lower degree in Utah. So we we have a, a, a standstill here now. So now we're just going to kind of fill the air with positivity or negativity or just I don't know what the heck's going on. So right now from a Laker point of view, we really, I want to talk about a few things today that we can focus on. And that's LeBron James and his extension. You know, we talk about Russ and the trade that needs to happen. Is it going to happen? And also, Kyrie, will it ever happen? And if so, will will it make everything better? You know, so we have a lot of questions, as well as getting into Darvin Ham. I want to talk about our new coach. And, you know, he's been around doing the internet circuit, kind of, you know, especially all the smoke. The new media is winning because I did not watch. I watched the press conference with the Lakers officially. But other than all the smoke and, and some of the other players, I'm not watching him on ESPN and all those platforms because they're just going to ask him the typical questions. And on all the smoke and all the new media platforms, we get to hear more about him and his life, hear more about him and his personality coming out. And it's just a lot of fun to kind of watch and hear his stories and hear him tell stories of him and Kobe, him and his um, playing days of Texas Tech and him going up against North Carolina and Vince Carter and all those guys, man. It was just, it's just great to hear that. So we're going to rebuttal all of that. Um, that ties in with the Lakers and just our view of what he really can do. Can he practice what he preach? And can he get these guys to fall in like the church choir? Can I get a hallelujah? But right after this, we're going to jump right into the LeBron James extensions. And do, and do I even care? Or, or Am I worried? You know, we'll talk about it. And I'll give you my chill bravado, humble opinion. All these things we will be right back. <laughs> All right, we are back, and we're going to jump right into the LeBron James extension talk. And, you know, does it really matter for me? Like, I know it's, it's a big talk in NBA world space, and I think um, LeBron fans are more, you know, they're looking forward to finding out if he's going to sign. Just because their LeBron sexuals are really out there. I admit it. I have ran across some. I didn't think, I didn't think they existed, but they do, and it's fine. And they've attached themselves to the Lakers for a little short period of time. I think that's been what more frustrating for me is that been attached to the Laker organization. But I had to take that on the chin because LeBron has brought us back to a place where we have constantly got TV time. For one thing, you know, you, you can't deny the power of LeBron and the, the national TV audience. But he's also he gave us a championship. Um, we're going to talk about that this bubble thing one day. I'm just not. Uh, I got to get myself together because that frustrates me at a certain level. But I'm not going to talk about that today. So with the extension, I'm in the wait and see approach. I really don't. I don't want to say I don't care or it doesn't matter. But as long as LeBron is on his team and he's going to be on this team in the upcoming season, like I don't worry about the future so much with LeBron because the Lakers and LeBron, 
their futures might not even be tied together. I mean, not even short term, definitely not long term. So I just say I'm I advise those people who are Laker fans, just enjoy the moment. Like if you have him, let's enjoy him. Because if the season, let's say the season goes downhill, he's going to break that record. You know, if he stays healthy and, and doesn't have like this weird decline of skill, which doesn't seem to show. So we'll see him break Kareem's record. You know, and we'll be able to, you know, celebrate that with him. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have a winning season going on with that record. So my advice in the way I'm approaching is just relax and like wait and see. Like, I don't I don't feel any pressure that he, if he leaves, I'm not like overly concerned. Like, I don't I don't really I've never been a guy who follows a player anyway. I have a, a lot of players I love to watch, but if they're not on the Lakers, I really don't. I don't really bother myself with where they go unless it affects the Lakers competition. You get what I'm saying? So I don't really, I don't really concern myself with it. I'm more excited to see year 20 LeBron in, in LA Jersey. So the guarantee that he's going to be here, that excites me because I want to see where does this thing even end up? Like how epic could it be if he gets us back to the playoffs and in contendership and, and breaks the record and, what group of characters are going to be around them? So if I could pick one thing that frustrates me is that I can't answer these questions that people ask me on the regular. Like, what do you think your Lakers going to do this season? Well, I don't, I have, I don't have an idea of the complete roster yet. So we're sitting back waiting on moves to happen. So my frustration is I don't, I don't have the ability to give my honest opinion on this team because honestly we have no final roster, you know, with moves still being, you know, the chess game still being played, the moves to be made. I don't really know what to tell people. And honestly, I'm stuck. And I think a lot of us are stuck. And I think we handle them this differently, you know, different ways. Like you have those people who are overreact. I wish they just make it, just get a picks away and get rust. F them picks. You know, that's what everybody's hearing. And then you're saying like, you know, get, train LeBron and AD, you know, get rid of them. Let's just start fresh and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm here with the chill bravado i want to give you a calm confidence you know that we are going to be all right you know i don't want to get i don't get too high too low and that's just how i view it we got to put in the work as a player you have to put in the work to get results whether it's good or bad but you put the work in and you accept it as a fan i feel like if i put in the work of being a true fan here with the ups and with the downs that when the ups come I don't get too braggadocious and overly annoying like cowboy fans. And, you know, you have your fan bases around here who are very much annoying. And then when it's very low, I don't let people talk me into not enjoying my team play basketball, not not enjoying the time that I get to watch. I get to get off work and go home and watch a basketball game. And in between those, you know, that, that beginning and the end, I get to have any emotion I want. I get to yell at the TV. I get to, you know, you know, I hate what you just did. I, oh, Russ, why'd you shoot that? LeBron, come on, turn it up. AD, get up. Bench, man, help our stars out. I get to have all that. So, and then when the game ends, I get to try to do uh, the evaluation and reasoning and rationalize. And just, you know, and that's the way I watch the game. I watch the play on the court and I want to analyze and see what happened, what went right, what went wrong, what can be duplicated, what was luck, how much of that do we need moving forward. And it's stuff like that that really keeps me involved and keeps me going. So that's my thing on it. So the frustration thing with me is that the roster's not complete. I can't answer questions with my friends and my and the haters. 
And I'm excited about LeBron's year 20. And I'm going to wait and see on do I care if this extension gets happen, you know, happens now. The earliest he can sign it is August 4th. That's passed. And now we wait. So wait on it. We're going to come back and talk about Russ and Kyrie and all the other shabub. All right. All right, we are back in Laker 82-16, and let's get into the Russ conversation. I've never seen an individual player come to a team. Granted, I, I have to throw in this social media um, presence is probably heightens this to a, a very, very high degree because I've never seen an individual player go to a team and generate so much hate so quickly and become the topic of conversation throughout every layer of the sports fan base. Um, when I say that, I mean media, um, casual fans, the home, local body fans, you know, just, just all over, man. Everybody had an opinion about Russell Westbrook. Russ, you know, he, you know, he had the issues with people calling him out of his name, West Brick and all these things. And I've never seen that during a season. Like I'm, I'm, LeBron's been hated on, Kobe's been hated on. But to see a player brought in with such a, you know, a, a wonderful resume of stats and whatnot, but then to turn around and have the season that he had and just watching it um, play out, man, it was the worst season I've ever seen as far as a fan, especially when you're not, you know, two seasons ago, we were celebrating the championship and then to see the injuries come in the following season after that and then to see Russ come in and, and injuries still play a part of this and, you know, just fit and everything and just the way Russ handled it and his mistakes that were made were very loud and it was on national televised games. They were, they were on the, you know, e even if you have league pass, like the Lakers are on TV a lot and they were discussed a lot. And anytime you attach anybody of this caliber to the Lakers and LeBron, you're going to get like magnified version of it so i unfortunately i just felt sad for russ throughout the whole season but the trade talks have ruined the la fan bases off season like the off season has been handicapped because they just want him gone they want to give up two first they want to give up whatever they can they just want him out of here they don't care what they get back people are saying why don't he we just buy him out like just they just don't want him on his team and i never remember seeing that either like it's just not like different like it's, this is rare like I've never seen a guy get turned on so quickly. And this is his home team. Like he grew up a Laker fan. This is his area, you know, and to see this happen, like we really would have wished the story went another way. You know, local kids comes back and plays at his home, you know, in front of his fans, his family and wins a championship. It just didn't work out that way. And honestly, it was hard to watch. I'll say that again, but let's say, what if Russ stays? What if no trade is made? before game one of the season. I honestly pause and I cringe a little bit because if the first game of the season, if the body language is wrong, oh, just get ready. Just get ready. It's going to be, but the media team is going to love it. Coverage is, viewership is going up. Topics will not sway far from the Lakers. I don't care if it is football season. That might be the only thing that saves some of that narrative, but the the 24 hour 24 seven coverage of sports they will throw that in there it's going to be a big deal 
So if he's there and he's not playing well or his body language is wrong, it's just, it's going to be tough because this is a fan base. This is a, a spot where the, the cameras are always put on the Lakers. So I just don't understand how they go into the season with him on the roster. But I will embrace it because I'm just a guy who likes to root for things that might be impossible. Like, like now that the season Russ had, a part of me don't want him to go. I want to see this play out because it's only one more season. And if it can get any better, if he can just find a way to be all the things that Darvin Ham wants him to be, and and we let's say we do that and we still lose, like, you know, some heads are going to roll. I'm pretty sure Darvin's safe. But, you know, Rob Plank is probably gone. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to get bad. LeBron's probably going to leave. But I would just feel better if Russ had a more productive season with less loud turnovers and loud bad plays. But I just don't see it being like superstar, not superstar. I'll say championship caliber, um, you know, opportunity for this team if he stays. Because as the roster is constructed, I mean, you have to make moves to get shooting in there and the fit. It just, it's just going to get real, real crazy. But I would just love to see it happen because honestly, I'm not, I don't, you know, pain is a part of this fan base. It's a part of the game. Like, you play for you. You either watch it for the love of the game, or you watch it for the pain of the game. And some of us are crazy enough to watch this fan base to the wheels fall off. And I just want to see success, but I also enjoy the journey. The journey of it all really makes me pay attention. So I'm interested in the journey of Russ as well as his journey with the Lakers. But if he is traded, I'm still interested in the journey. So I'm here to see what happens. I don't have a preference. You know, a small part of me wants him to stay. A, a, a probably a smarter part of me wants him to go when we get Kyrie. And as I segue to Kyrie, it's not been fun, man. Ever since the, the Kyrie thing popped off and then the KD thing came right after, uh, it's not been fun. We thought we were going to have Kyrie, you know, in the summer league, during the summer league games. But the league is in no hurry because there's no deadline right now. They're, they can take the time on this so they can get the best package they want. They can trade KD first, Donovan Mitchell. All these things can fall first. And Kyrie is just kind of sitting here and the more, the longer this takes and the longer LeBron doesn't, you know, commit to an extension, the farther away the Kyrie trade just might go. Like we really need to set our mindset set up for, we might not have Kyrie and we might still have Russ or we might not get Kyrie and they might still trade Russ. And then we get into pieces that we've been talking about in all those trades and whatnot. I'm not here to get into all that because it's just all like rumors and hearsay and sources and this say, he say, she say. And it's, it, it gets frustrating to me. Like, honestly, it, it just becomes very, very draining, very frustrating. So all the Kyrie stuff and the fit of Kyrie sounds great. But until he gets here, I'm not, I'm not really interested in talking about it. But Kyrie fitting with a healthy LBJ and AD intrigues me because then now you're up to something. Now you have a formula. Now you just have to make sure those pieces around it. Now you have the entree. Now you have to get those sides, you know, and, and, and one of these guys are going to have to be, you know, a signature side, like, a, you know how you get a, a side that you got to pay a little extra for. So if LeBron and AD, if, if they're part of the entree, you know, Kyrie's going to have to be a signature dish side. Something that's going to come with a little extra because that's what we need. We need that third guy to be able to be, not only just a role player, but sometimes be a star. Not only sometimes be a star, but be an X factor. And 
it's just gonna have to be able, it's gonna be balanced out some kind of way i don't want to get into the full fit because we don't know what we got i don't want to get into talk about Kyrie fitting next to these guys and breaking it down until we know he's really coming so my mindset right now is just sit back wait and we can speculate but it's no trade so it's no fun and ending on that i can't wait for darvaham to to get to coach okay like that's one thing i know that's gonna be guaranteed darvaham is gonna coach and i can't wait to see his style his his um influence on all the guys top to bottom i want to see what he's going to do if he has rest because he talked big and he's practicing and he's preaching it and he's practicing and he's preaching it let's see if it comes to you know fruition if he gets Kyrie, and then those other pieces are getting moved like what is going to do with a new bag of tricks you know a new bag of of, of skill sets uh, i'll say so darvin ham i'm i'm just can't wait i'm rooting for the man after hearing all his interviews everything for him is pointing up so Laker fans, we will be tested, okay? We will go crazy, okay? This season is going to test your fandom. And it's going to we're going to see who's going to check out before even two months in the season. We're going to see who's going to, wait, I'm not checking this team to after a trade today. I'm not checking on this team to after an all-star break. Yeah, to prepare for it, we have a, a possibility of being the laughing stock of the league once again. We also have a possibility to be one of the most intriguing must-see franchises as always but this particular team has that chance to be must-see tv if things click in the beginning early but we can't really say anything until we know who's on this roster so i thank you for tuning in laker 82 16 i'm not a guy who's going to come in and talk about a lot of rumors and 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 try to make like talk about all the different trade scenarios it's not my lane i got other podcasts that i listen to for that but if you want to bring in conversation where we're just really going to talk real and we're going to embrace the grind of it that's all i'm here for so if you're getting frustrated tune in i'm gonna make sure you hear something that's probably going to encourage you it might it might give you some medicine you know medicine don't taste good but down the road it's going to be good for you so i'm here for that uh you know chill bravado podcast laker 8216 i'm your boy chill b until next time we're home.